to a new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with the small business owners. We discuss their stories, perspectives, pieces of advice, and sometimes I'll do solo episodes where I share what's been on my mind and accelerators for you and your life and your work. Now with me today is Lizbeth, the founder and owner of Lily's Bikinis. Lily's Bikinis was founded on the mission to help every woman bloom into her best self. Lizbeth sells handmade bikinis that allow women to express themselves in a fun and luxurious way. On this episode, we chatted about supporting other women, her journey to starting her business, and her advice for others pursuing their personal missions. Now, before we hear from Lizbeth, I would really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app. You can also follow us along on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. And now, let's hear from Lizbeth. Welcome, Lizbeth. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee today. Oh, the honor is all mine. Thank you so much for having me and for inviting me. It really means a ton to be here. You're welcome. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Now, to kick off this episode, tell our audience about Lily's Bikinis, perhaps diving into your mission or maybe where the idea came from. Let's just get started with that. Yeah, so Lily's Bikinis is a swimwear label that I started over five years ago when I was around 20 years old. And its mission is really to help women bloom into the woman of their dreams, each individual woman. So Lily's Bikinis aims to help women do that in all aspects, physically, spiritually, and mentally by encouraging women to explore who the dream version of themselves is. And a lot of people would call this, you know, connecting with your higher self. So Mm -hmm. we create content that empowers women to pursue that version of themselves and to love themselves in mind, body, and soul through the process of doing that. What an incredible mission. And I love how you're serving that mission through swimwear. That is such a unique product to serve that mission through. And with that, tell us a bit more about those products you sell, you know, how they're made, maybe a bit about the process or even why you decided on swimwear. Yeah. So I decided on swimwear because I don't, I'm not a big spender, but when it comes Mm -hmm. to swimwear, I am not afraid to spend a pretty penny because I've always said, like, if I'm going to be half naked out in public, I want my (laughs) body to look as best as it possibly can. So quality swimwear I have always found just sits on the body a lot better. If it sits like a second skin and it doesn't cut into like my back or my hips, that's really what I was looking for. But when Mm -hmm. I started Lily's Bikinis, I found that there was really no luxury brands that were creating like fun, colorful prints. It was all super basic at the time, like solid colored nude, solid colored black, solid colored white, red, or super basic 
floral striped prints and I wanted something fun that would stand out Mm because I wanted it to fit my body and look different from everybody else's so for the past five years I've been curating this brand that is luxury swimwear that's made sustainably locally it's reversible and we work with a lot of other independent female digital designers to create these fun prints that are filled with personality that's wonderful. And I want to dive into a lot of those points there. Let's start with, were you always into fashion? You know, how did you dive into, I understand your personal why of wanting, you know, luxury swimwear and how that probably inspired you creating your own business, but were you always into the fashion industry? So I actually was really into fashion growing up. I really wanted to be a fashion designer when I was in fifth grade, I would ask for a sewing machine every Christmas (laughs) for a few years. And I feel like I've always been a creative, but I actually come from a family of immigrants. It's very typical of immigrant parents to be like, take the safe route, be a doctor, Mm -hmm. be a lawyer, you know, don't do anything risky. You have an opportunity that can provide you with security, right? So when I would mention to my mom, oh, I want to be a fashion designer, and I would even draw my designs out, it was really overlooked by the family, not in a mean way, you know, it's just natural. But eventually, I kind of gave up on that dream and started looking for something that I guess they would consider to be more stable, or more opportunity for success. And I still loved fashion, but eventually I started going to school for biology. I realized, what am I doing here? Like, I really (laughs) am not even good at science at all. So I secretly went and changed my degree plan from biology to business, which was really what I wanted to do, regardless of what my family said of Mm -hmm. how volatile business could be. And that was really around the time I started making Lily's bikinis and I started, or I started making bikinis for myself because I wanted something different. And I started getting questions from friends and family of like, oh, can you make me one? Can you make me one? And that's kind of where I was at a crossroads of, okay, I'm I'm no longer pursuing biology. I'm not going to do business. I'm actually really enjoying creating swimwear. And swimwear ties a lot into like, you know, stories that I have growing up with my mom and like her insecurities and stuff. So I really Mm -hmm. found it as an opportunity to change the world for some women. And it's always been important to me to have some type of positive impact in the world. I really enjoy hearing your story and also how you were just able to wrap back to your childhood dream. That's really inspiring. It's a great story to hear. And I, again, just really appreciate how you personally were attracted to the swimwear fashion, but also just having this deeper underlying mission of really aiming it towards women. I just really like that. And there's, you know, nothing wrong with having your own business where it was just a hobby that you were passionate about and you decided to sell those things. But it's, it's really nice to hear you tying it down to that deeper mission, because I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm sure there's even an opportunity for you because you have that deeper mission. If in a few years or if ever you move on from swimwear you can keep your mission, right? That can apply to multiple different products. And I think that allows for growth and scale too, at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I really have decided to dedicate everything that I do to women. My entire career is going to be dedicated to women. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter 
what I do or what direction I branch out in. I'm even thinking of setting up like women only Airbnbs type things. Uh, Yeah. All even all of my investments are going to go towards uplifting women because I really, really feel this strong calling to do so. And I sincerely believe that women are stepping into their power. And I'm very hopeful that over the next, you know, couple hundreds of years, women can take even higher positions of power and heal the world in miraculous ways and make the world a better place altogether. Mm -hmm. So I'm just a tiny grain of rice, hopefully in that journey. That's great. And even on a a personal standpoint sets you up for just personal success too. Cause you know, like I was saying, if Lily's bikinis didn't work out, of course it is working out, which is wonderful, but say it didn't, right. You could have taken your mission and applied it somewhere else and, and found a passion there. I, I just think that's really smart also on a personal career standpoint. Thank you. Yes. I mean, I'm always going to be looking for an opportunity to uplift women because in a full sincerity, like I saw so much growing up Mm -hmm. that women had to go through that I sometimes get questions from males asking me like, oh, will you ever make male swimwear or clothing for males? And I always say, oh, these hands will never be used to make it. This is for women only. Mm hmm. And you're very strong in that. And I really appreciate that. I think it's honestly kind of rare to hear someone so passionate about their mission and know that they won't falter from that, right? No matter what society trends are, social media trends, like whatever things are happening in the world, you're going to remain true to your mission. I absolutely will. That is, that's always been who I am and that will remain who I am for sure. Wonderful. Very, very inspiring. Did you ever have a moment, um, you mentioned you kind of switch majors and I'm sure there was a period of time there where you were trying to figure out what you were going to do and how you were going to act on your mission. Did you ever have a moment where you were like, oh no, I shouldn't have switched my major or I shouldn't have done this. And if you did have that moment, how'd you overcome that? Because I can imagine a lot of folks who have an idea to start their own business or even just change their majors. It's very nerve wracking because what if that ends up not working out for whatever reason? Any advice there for others who might be in that situation? I mean, in full sincerity, it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. But I think that continuing to pursue your passions following that small sense, that small intuition that you have in the bottom of your heart, the more you follow that, despite fear, despite doubt, despite, you know, obstacles, the stronger you're going to stand in who you are and what you want in your life. And just be prepared that it is going to be hard because I was very naive when I first started. Mm -hmm. I thought that, oh, you know, this first year, I want to sell X amount, like, I didn't even know, like, <laughs> I sold maybe a couple of swimsuits. It was mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. The first four years, it was like everyone around me was like, what are you doing? Why are you still investing mm-hmm. money in this? Like, you know, and you just need, if you feel that this is something that you enjoy, if you feel that this is something that's calling you a, a place where you can make a difference in other people's lives or in your own just keep pursuing it despite all else. And eventually it will work out. But overall, the journey and how your personality transforms and how you step 
into the truest version of yourself throughout the struggles is really the biggest gain of all, I would say. So don't be afraid of the struggle and know that it's normal. And whenever you do have doubts, allow yourself to take a step back and reconnect with your why. Why am Mm -hmm. I doing this? Why does this feel good to me? Uh, What do I see in the future for myself if I continue down this path? Because eventually it's going to happen for you. Mm -hmm. Whether it takes you five years or 10 years, that doesn't really matter. Don't compare your journey to anybody else's or what you see online. Just connect with why you want to do what you want to do and keep chipping away at that big rock. And eventually you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. And I just call it, I personally call it cracking the code. It's like working Mm -hmm. on a Rubik's cube until everything aligns. And it may take you a long time, but it'll happen eventually. So just keep on trucking. Yeah, I like that advice. And I, I do agree with that. Eventually it'll happen for you. It'll work out. But I also love that you paired that with ask yourself why you're doing this. At times, maybe take a step back and ask what your why is, remind yourself what your why is. And in those moments, some people might, they might say, oh, my why has changed, or maybe this thing I'm pursuing no longer fulfills that why. And that's okay, Mm -hmm. right? It's okay to pivot. To your point, I think when people don't take the time to ask themselves that question, maybe that's when they continue down a path that is going to go nowhere. Yeah. So I just like that you paired those two things because I don't think you can just blindly follow the path you're on and just assume, yeah, it'll work out. Yes. There's little steps in there. And I like that you pointed those out. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the biggest things that I've learned this year or really last year, because I was pursuing lilies for four years and then I actually took the year of 2020 off because I was finding no success in what I was doing. And I spent that year working at a digital marketing firm here in town. And I knew that I was working at that digital marketing firm to try and understand better how to market a business online so that I could eventually get back to Lily's Bikinis and be more strategic with how I presented my brand online. And obviously it's paid off significantly, but it has really taught me the lesson that's Oftentimes, it's better when you're feeling yourself struggling, when you're feeling like you're getting nowhere or you're feeling very overwhelmed, to take some time out to look at the bigger picture because it always brings you a little bit of clarity and and taking care of yourself because oftentimes when you're in the thick of it, your mind can become so fogged and clouded with how many things you need to do and all the options for directions that you can go down. And there's really no clear path that'll bring any outcome for you. So taking a step back, taking care of yourself just a little bit and giving your mind a break to allow the the mind fog to clear is so, so helpful. And I feel that it's a big thing that a lot of modern day entrepreneurs miss out on because of like the hustle culture type of phenomena that's like pushed onto us by all these motivational videos that we run into online and you know all of these people that present themselves as successful people who are waking up at five in the morning and you know posting about how they work out they have their breakfast they do all these things and it's like 8 a.m by the time they get to work so it's all a journey and you really just have to allow yourself the moments to step back and take a look at the roadmap and reassess. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's really great. You were able to come back to Lily's Bikinis after purposely taking a break because also to your point, especially nowadays, it's so easy to get caught up in other people's success on social media and just give up because you haven't seen success in two months. You know, there's this expectation of if you launch something, if you try something, it needs to go viral immediately or it's a failure. And that's just not true. Um, It's just very interesting how that's kind of been what social media has led us to, right? Is that having to have your own thing and having it to have to be successful right away. I mean, I even struggle with that sometimes with this podcast where, yeah, I'll have really slow months or a year of not gaining too many followers, but still having consistent listens and I'll get caught up in that sometimes. And then I have to remind myself that I'm just doing this for fun, right? I don't rely on the podcast for income or anything. And this is a fun hobby. And as long as it stays fun and as long as I'm supporting small businesses, which is my mission, then that's a success for me, right? It doesn't have to have millions of of listeners to consider it as a success in my mind. Absolutely. And like I said, the biggest thing that you gain from pursuing personal passions is personal growth. Right. So despite everything, the experiences, the connections, the conversations that you had with like-minded people throughout that journey, whether it does end up being your lifelong career or just a temporary thing that redirected you into what does turn out to be your lifetime career, it is so positively impactful in your life. And so, I mean, I just am super insistent on everyone around me pursuing their dreams, no matter how Mm -hmm. ridiculous they might might sound, because I just think it's so fulfilling whether you achieve society's expectation of success or not. I agree. And you've been giving advice this whole time. Um, So instead of asking you, you know, what's your general advice for other business owners, perhaps what were some of the most surprising things along the process of launching and upkeeping Lily's bikinis that you didn't expect? Or, you know, was it you didn't realize marketing was as tricky as it is? Or was it getting, you know, the materials for the bikinis? Like, were there any points that stand out in your mind as being surprises or hurdles you had to get over? Oh, my God. So (laughs) it really is so many that I genuinely feel that one of the biggest struggles with being an entrepreneur is assuming, Mm -hmm. oh, this task is going to take me an hour to complete. And Mm -hmm. then something always comes up and it ends up taking you three times as long. And then you're fighting off feeling like a failure or feeling like you're not working fast enough. And so there have been a lot of things that have surprised me for everything from, you know, having to get a hundred orders and randomly finding a US mm-hmm. or a USB stuck in my printer out of absolutely nowhere. And like <laughs> trying to figure out for hours, what was wrong with my printer. And randomly <laughs> there was this USB in there that had never been in there before. It's just the <laughs> most unusual random things happen. But as far as my journey goes, definitely the marketing is, was the most surprising thing because you can have an amazing product. You can put all your love, heart, and soul into it. You can be 100% sure this is great, but nobody's looking for you online. And there's so many brands that are looking for their audience that if you're not doing the same thing, 
you're not going to get anywhere. So that was the biggest surprise to me that a lot of times in modern day, people want to think, oh, the product will sell itself. But that is very, very rarely the case unless you have like an absolutely life-changing product, like let's say right. some herbal tincture for anxiety, you know, that gets people talking because it impacts their life so deeply 24-7 on a day-to-day if they find a product like that. But something like a swimsuit or, you know, your handmade earrings or whatever, those things don't get as much talk. So those products need a lot of advertising and marketing. So trying to alleviate yourself from some tasks so that Mm -hmm. you have the time to figure out how to market your business is super, super important. At first I was trying to do everything by myself, sewing, cutting, designing, answering emails, top to bottom, just me. It's impossible to be able to advertise your business appropriately when you're, when you're wearing that many hats. So as quickly as possible, try to take some hats off and have other people wear them so that you could really focus on how to present your brand online in a way that's going to inspire people. And that is true and authentic to your mission. Really great pieces of advice there. And uh, I can imagine the, you know, trying to take off the hats. I wonder if that at first is maybe you don't do TikTok, but you focus on Instagram, right? Like if you're not at the point where you can hire people to help you, it's like, prioritizing what you as the sole owner and employee need to focus on. Um, Cause like you're saying, you can't do everything. It's impossible. Yeah, it's, it is so impossible. I mean, if you have like a business where you're maybe purchasing your products from a wholesaler, then mm-hmm. that's, I would say I, I haven't had the experience, but it seems to me to be a lot easier than a lot of sure entrepreneurs that we're seeing pop up and find success in modern day, which are entrepreneurs that are really coming out with original products that come from their minds, hands and hearts. So if you're in the realm of your creating the product yourself, you need to, you know, figure out who could wear some other hats, because if you're creating a good quality product, it's probably going to take you a bit of time. And you need some help with other aspects of the business so that you can focus on the branding and the the online personality. But yeah, take off bites that you can chew and create a path for yourself where you can kind of say, okay, this is what's going to be most impactful to my business right now. So let me do that. Right, exactly. And even to your point, the people who might be leveraging wholesalers, they're taking off the hats of creating the product, right? Like those are the hats they're taking off of. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And kind of along the lines of uh, the products, if someone listening to this episode were to go onto your website, what types of swimwear would they see? You know, I know we don't have to describe every single piece because you have many, many beautiful ones, but just give us an idea of what they would see on your website. Yeah. So for me, I'm like a super versatile woman. And I think most women are in modern day, which is why I'm not afraid to create my line the way that it is. I think that a lot of fashion brands want to stick to one type of woman. This is who we're going to cater to. But I personally really think that the modern day woman, we've, because of Pinterest, things like Pinterest and, you know, having exposure to so many different aesthetics online. I think all of us want a little bit of taste of everything. You know, one day I like to dress 
really grungy and the next day I like to dress a little hippie and the next day I like to dress really girly and another day chic and so mm-hmm. that's really what I reflect in the design of my swimsuits is like the modern day woman that's super multi-dimensional and just likes looking good and serving looks um, at all times so whenever I create a collection I'm trying to create a swimsuit that could kind of give off a different vibe and is still obviously super appealing and super aesthetic and super cute but right now we have if you look on the website you're going to see six reversible swimsuits and everything is handmade and the tops are print on one side and then a solid color on the other while the bottoms are print on both sides a fun print on both sides Mm -hmm. so that you can wear a full print swimsuit or you could reverse it to the other side and the top will be solid and the bottom Mm -hmm. will be printed and you can mix and match all the solid colored tops with any of the printed bottoms from any of the swimsuits in the collection. So there's a lot of flexibility and a lot of mix and matching that you can do to fit what aesthetic or what aura you're trying to put on for that day or for that event. And for me personally, I think that any swimming occasion is a special occasion because you're Mm going to make amazing memories that hopefully you remember for the rest of your life. So I really like to look good when I, when I go out and I enjoy a summer day with my friends or a hot tub or whatever, not just my body, but I want to look fun. I want to look festive. I want to look maybe overdressed, but that's who I am all around. Mm -hmm. So my, my swimwear is made for women that are kind of like that too. Right. But even the like the reversible ones, right? You could just do plain black too. You don't have to do the the patterns. I really like that about your pieces is that you can have the both sides and mix and match. And even when you're ordering, you're really getting two in one if it's a reversible one, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're both two in one. And the amazing thing about the two in one is that most swimwear brands in modern day are doing the same high quality fabric on the inside of the swimsuit Mm. as on the outside of the swimsuit. But most brands are not making them reversible because they want to have a place to put their brand tag. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. But for me, it's just, I really believe in sustainability and trying to get the most out of every material that we take from this planet. So why not make them reversible and having dual use on both on both sides of the swimsuit? And I think that women have are really appreciating that. And you really do get like two for the price of one essentially. Right. Yeah. I always love that when I'm buying swimwear, I know, <laughs> right? Getting the two two different patterns or two different colors in one. It just makes it fun and you don't have to commit to just one look absolutely yeah it's several looks in one because you could mix and match the bottoms endlessly with the solid colored top if you wanted to but it really caters to you know the versatility that's reflected by women women are so versatile and I enjoy that about my swimsuits as well that women can get really creative and fun with them and it could fit them as much as they would like it like it to definitely Awesome. Where are you able to ship your swimwear? So we ship worldwide. We ship everywhere. With COVID happening, it could be a little bit of a struggle, as probably most people know, because the borders will be closed somewhere. For example, Mm -hmm. I just found out like Australia, like USPS is not shipping to Australia right now. Oh, wow. 
because of COVID. So if I wanted to ship to Australia, I have to use UPS, which is like three times the amount in shipping costs. But I do ship everywhere in the world. And um, if there's ever an issue, obviously, I, I work it out with my customers and I will get it to you one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And congratulations on worldwide shipping. That's that's an accomplishment. Thank you. Yes, it's really exciting whenever I get an order from somewhere across the world. It just yeah. brings me so much joy. Like I've sent to Greece and I just think to myself, oh my God, I cannot believe someone is wearing my designs on like some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. What an honor to be. It really feels like what an honor to be a part of people's lifelong memories because some people just get high quality swimwear for their luxurious vacations not everyone is like me where it's like I need a luxurious swimsuit every Mm -hmm. single time (laughs) but I still feel like a little part of me is a part of all of these women's lifelong memories and that feels really special to me for sure I'm that's really exciting and yeah I understand that feeling that's that's incredible um and Looking to the future of Lily's Bikinis, where are you hoping to take the business? Where do you see your future? Is it staying all in with Lily's Bikinis and, you know, growing it in certain ways? Or is it going into new adventures? Um, Where do you see your and your business's future? Yeah, so I'm hoping that Lily's Bikinis can grow into a well-rounded, like, beauty and wellness fashion Mm -hmm. brand in full sincerity. Like, I want to focus on making women feel beautiful through unique bikinis or garments. And that's like a little hint for the future. Um, And just through content that empowers women to step into the best, most powerful version of themselves. Because like I said, I, I believe women can heal the world from all the craziness that has, you know, I hate to dog on men but <laughs> been led mostly by men in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and I I want to be if I could be a breadcrumb in the process of helping women step into their power and help heal the world I'm honored and that's my life mission you know mm-hmm. I want to sell inspire guide and dress women that want to change the world just as much as I do and then oh, as okay. far as milestones, Lily's Bikinis is going to be expanding in styles and options awesome. for wear. So I want to serve every woman from every walk of life. I want them to all be able to buy something from our shop. So I would eventually like to expand into swimwear for women with like mastectomies and things like that. I want to serve every woman for sure. That's great. And I'm really looking forward to watching your growth and continuing to see Lily's bikini succeed. Yeah, that's very, very exciting. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're so kind. (laughs) No, thank thank you for all that you're doing. Again, just really resonate with your mission. And I think it's very, very impactful. And I'm just happy to hear your story on, on this podcast. Thank you. And your work is super impactful too. I mean, imagine how many people's lives you are changing, inspiring, how many perspectives like you're opening people up to. I think that the podcast industry is so incredible and like there's so much opportunity because it just keeps growing and growing. So I'm excited for you as well. Thank you. I, I'm very happy we're able to support each other here. <laughs> it makes me very happy. 
For sure. Me too, girl. Me too. Awesome. Now, the question I end every episode with and kind of staying on this inspirational theme is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? It can be about Lily's bikinis or it can be on something completely different. Just kind of that first thing that pops into your mind when I ask you what your proudest accomplishment is. So it's probably going to sound silly because it's something that to a lot of people would be like, oh my God, that happened in high school. Why do you care? <laughs> but, you know, my loved ones would probably tell me, how could you not say it's like graduating from college or mm-hmm. starting a business? But honestly, to me, my greatest accomplishment in my life has been being voted most likely to save the world in our high school. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. So you don't nominate yourself for those. And it really came as a total shock to me when I was voted most likely to save the world. But the idea that people who know me and converse with me feel that I have that kind of heart and that kind of power within me to make a difference in the world. That really means everything to me. And it just makes me so proud. And I could get emotional about it, like Mm. (laughs) at the drop of a dime. But I really have no plans of falling short on that. It it meant so much to me to have felt that that's what my peers saw in me. So I think that's my greatest accomplishment or my proudest accomplishment. Yeah. And look at you like fulfilling that prophecy or whatever you want to call it right like that is so neat to see you actually doing that and you're you remembering that that was a you know a thing you were nominated for you know and won but that's just awesome it's like a full circle moment right that that's pretty neat it really does I mean when I started Lily's Bikinis that really was not what I was thinking about at all I right was yeah thinking about like oh this is my avenue but it 100% feels that getting that reassurance from the people around me, I think like still sits in the back of my mind because I've always believed in myself, but seeing that other people believe in me as well, that really means a lot to me. And it it's, I have a great support from the people that I went to school with. And that means a lot to mm-hmm. me forever will mean so much to me. No, that's lovely. And like I said, just really looking forward to watching you grow and seeing the success that Lily's Bikinis has Um, And again, thank you so much for sharing your story, perspectives, and advice here today. Before we sign off, where can people find you and Lily's Bikinis on social media, website, shout everything out? Yeah, so the website is Lily's Bikinis, and that's L-I-L-I-E-S bikinis.com. And then social medias is the same. The handles at Lily's Bikinis on all platforms and I'm most active on TikTok is a super lucrative platform. So if you're a small business and you need to focus on one thing, definitely recommend that one over Instagram or any other one. But I'm on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Facebook as well. Excellent. Well, I hope everyone checks you and Lily's bikinis out. And again, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee today. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, Alexa. The pleasure has been all mine. I really (laughs) appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you.